Hey, what's up? Cambo here. Just jumping in at the start of the episode to let you know that our friends Bill and Danny from Escape This Podcast are actually on this week's episode of my other podcast, Cancelled Movie Report. We talk about the original version of Batman vs Superman and why it was cancelled. And if you're a fan of those guys, which I know many of you that listen to this show are, and you've never heard Cancelled Movie Report before, it's literally the perfect episode for you to jump in. There's a link for it in the description of this episode, and I'm going to add a clip at the end of the episode so you can have a bit of a listen there too. On a much less exciting note, I suppose, enjoy Reddit on Reddit. The internet's auditory version of Reddit. I'm Nelson Allingham, joined by Michael Campbell. Campbell. What's up, Nelson? I thought maybe this time I'd bring a bit of a party atmosphere. You know, this is I was, cool. I was talking about you know maybe matching your energy a few weeks ago, but I think I wanna I wanna be the party guy now. That's my new oh. thing. I think. One up it. One up it. One up, every time I'm gonna have to one up you. Do you know what's so crazy about all of this? What's that? I had no I, I had no idea that you in some way had the rights to that song. I do yeah. have the rights to that song. Yeah. Did you write it? Is that how I didn't is that write why I, you have the rights? I, to I didn't song? write it. I did one of those um those scams that you sometimes see people where I claimed it was just a copyright infringement on something I had written. So they oh, they had yeah, to give yeah. me clearance <laughs> for that because they had referenced my music. Yeah, yeah, smart. Yeah, smart. yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I'm like a patent troll, essentially. But yeah, for, for songs that were, were in the movie Space Jam. Yeah. <laughs> but it gives me it gives me the songs. ability to do this. Y'all ready for this? All right, woo! See it's a I mean? good hype song. I know it's right? a great hype song. <laughs> yeah. It um, it does. Uh, I, I hope now, especially for new listeners, maybe we've caught them off guard with just how mm. upbeat and positive this show can be. Can yeah. be, can be, not will be. Not will be. Yeah. Just every now and again, we'll surprise yeah. you. <laughs> that's that's the first time in 254 episodes where we <laughs> surprise somebody. But that means that it does happen. Yeah, and we so, do have the capacity and ability. But mm, uh, not yeah. the <laughs> we, yeah. we, real, we rarely, rarely have the want. Yeah. Or the, the willpower, I would say. <laughs> Kind of up there. Uh, Cambo, I quick, I'd just quickly like to start the... Oh, it's a quick thing, you know? I haven't yeah. done one of these for a while. Sure. It's a quick thing. Uh, my girlfriend and I went uh, in an argument. Mm. And okay. I thought I would do the only sensible thing and settle it on the podcast. Okay. <sighs> yep. And uh, so uh, it might also determine the future of this podcast, Cambo. <laughs> but I also want to know what listeners think because... I didn't think that this would be a hot topic of debate Mm -hmm. until we were discussing this thing. Okay, so what do you define as a jacket Mm -hmm. and what do you define as a jumper? I don't want you to look up the definitions of these things either, Uh, by the way. I feel like a jacket doesn't join in the middle. Doesn't join? Yeah. 
so like a jumper is oh yeah yeah is, sorry is, sorry yeah yeah, yeah yeah a jumper is <laughs> yeah. a one piece it's, yeah it's like similar to like a, a long sleeve t-shirt but obviously thicker maybe knitted that's a jumper uh-huh, uh-huh. but a jacket yeah you, so a jumper you put over your head yeah and a jacket yeah, you get yeah. into via this like it's it's not a joint thing you can join it you can zip it or something that's fine yeah yeah you know what, Cambo? The podcast can continue onwards <laughs> because that is indeed what I felt yeah. was so a jacket. I would say at the moment we're both wearing jumpers. We're both wearing jumpers. No, not Mine a zipper zip in up, sight. Doesn't button up. Mm. Could also be, you know, another way for a jacket to put itself together. Uh-huh. But, yeah, I uh, my girlfriend thinks that it it's like if it's knitted – and not something you would necessarily wear outside. She feels like a jacket has to be like weatherproof of to some degree, or like just something that you wear outdoors. Yeah, that's a kind of jacket, but you can get a knitted it, jacket. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is a type of What's jacket. What's a cardigan? Jackets do exist because a cardigan's its oh. own thing. A cardigan uh, has has all what you would consider a jacket's makeup, which is that yeah. it buttons up in the middle, but it is knitted. Is she thinking of a cardigan? Maybe she's thinking, well. Okay. Cardigans. I, I'll actually tell you. I wasn't going to do this okay. because obviously we're not a visual show at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to show you the item. Perhaps you can describe it to the listeners. Yeah, it's, and then tell it's, me if you think it's a jacket it's, or not. It, well, it's a hoodie. So it's a hoodie, but it is a jacket. A hoodie is a jacket if it zips up in the middle. Okay, good. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's it is yeah. yeah. That that being I didn't said, think about it as a hoodie. It's like really thick wool yeah. as well. It's yeah. like thick thick wool. And but I, I don't up. want to confuse anyone because right now, Nelson, you are wearing a hoodie that is a jumper. That is a jumper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Look, there's will we've you, all we've all yeah. There's okay. All, what you need to do is you need to take two photos. One in the jumper you're wearing right now, and I did say jumper, and one okay. in the jacket that you just showed me so, and mm-hmm. put them side by side and people can decide. Yeah, Maybe we'll, okay. maybe we'll label um, them A and B. People can decide. Okay. Is B a jumper or a jacket? Yep. I'll put it in the Discord. I'll put it on Reddit. Yeah, great. And people can, people can say. Uh, that's good. I feel like we've all learned something today. <laughs> Specifically, my girlfriend, <laughs> who I won't tell I've done this to until she listens to the podcast. Uh-huh. So let's, let's see how the, that fallout is. <laughs> um, anyway, let's get into it. Uh, this first one, Cambo, mm-hmm. is uh, sort of an ask Reddit, really, sort of technically, but mm-hmm. not really, because mm-hmm. it's the first second we, segment yeah. that we're doing. So we'd never skip Reddit on Reddit, obviously, we'd as a segment. We'd never skip it, but this yeah. one is an ask Reddit. But we, yeah, we have to do this. Don't one. mistake this for the segment Ask Reddit. That's coming up. That is coming up. Yeah. Don't, don't do that. Uh, this was by Carved Heart. And they said, what is the stupidest thing you have ever heard out of someone's mouth? Okay. So um, I, I saw this um, in the show notes, Nelson, and immediately something popped into my head that I haven't thought of in a very long time. And okay. I, I wanted to hear it again. And I actually grabbed the clip because I want to play it. Before I play, yeah, I just I want to say I do obviously have ownership of the clip. Um, I did that patent troll yeah, yeah. thing. I have ownership. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, You've got so, ownership of a lot of things, surprisingly. Yeah. <laughs> this is a this is a clip from Team uh, a Team USA beauty pageant from 2007. Okay, and yeah. It's a contestant answering a question, 
And first, mm-hmm. before I play it, I want to say that I think I have a feeling this clip kind of haunts this girl. And I understand that yeah. I think she's just more flustered than anything when she answers this <laughs> question. But yeah, okay. I've, got, I've got the question and then her answer in this setup. And it's got very dramatic music because pageants obviously have to be very pageant-esque. Uh, but this is yep. immediately what came to mind when, when you asked this question. Okay. Recent polls have shown a fifth of Americans can't locate the U.S. on a world map. Why do you think this is? I personally believe that U.S. Americans are unable to do so because uh, some people out there in our nation don't have maps and uh, I believe that our education like such as in South Africa and uh, the Iraq everywhere like such as and I believe that they should uh, our education over here in the U.S. should help the U.S. or should help South Africa and should help the Iraq and the Asian countries so we will be able to build up our future for our children. Thank you very much South Carolina. Oh, oh, it's so painful. It's so painful to hear. Yeah, they don't have maps, but then it's it's circling. It's circling many points and lands on none. Uh, yeah, I feel so bad for her because I, I feel like she's she's probably not that dumb. Mm, she that, was that's just what I mean. Like flustered. I, I feel like it's a, it's a bit of a misrepresentation to what I'm sure she yeah. is actually like. Uh, but yeah. clearly. Didn't have anything ready for that answer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I reckon I wheels to, <laughs> to try and cover almost every cliche you can cover in that kind of answer. <laughs> yeah. She even I, ends I've it had... with for our children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I um I've had a job interview when I where I reckon I, I I just did not expect the question. Okay, I was just so unprepared for this because the question wasn't even something you should be unprepared for, <laughs> which was like, what do you think the job will entail? Like, re- like the um, most basic question Well, I'm question thinking the ever. job uh, such as this one <laughs> yeah. that, uh, that I've yeah. applied for is entailing Afghanistani what, what, kids, <laughs> you know? they We could help them probably <laughs> for their children. <laughs> Um, they're like, you're so yeah. lucky that you are, you're applying for UNICEF right now, because yeah, that yeah, answer is technically correct. T- t- turns out you're spot on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You really lucked into that one. Uh, no, yeah, I just froze up because I was like, oh my god, like I just have absolutely nothing for I, this question. I think honestly, I wasn't that interested in the jobs. So that's <laughs> probably why I didn't know what it would entail or be about. And with the clip that we just watched, I'm assuming that you maybe haven't heard that before because I did watch in your face. There was that look of like trying to work out where she's going, and then suddenly <laughs> yeah. realize that it's not going that way. When yeah. she starts mentioning, you know, like yeah. uh, South Africa and in the Iraq, yeah. and yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, um, yeah. I, uh, I so I mainly wanted to uh, get to perhaps some some of these comments. Sure. Uh, that's how I justify putting an ask credit at the start of the show is if I go through the comments and we learn something. Oh, that's but, the difference. Um, that's the difference. Yeah. You worked it out now. Uh, but I wanted to, but, but I did actually think of something stupid that somebody said once, which was uh, I was at work, this is quite a while ago, and we had like different uh, divisions and... Uh, different. Uh, it was it was so convoluted that certain divisions had certain different like software and and uh, 
yeah, permissions and things like that. So, uh, but one division needed the help of another division to sort of do their work. Yeah. So what they were doing is kind of recruiting people across and giving them a, a pack like it had its own. I think they're actually using tablets um, with the software on it and sort of just like bits and pieces in this box that would help them do their job for the yep. other sort of division. And they called it an office in a, in a box. Mm-hmm. And we had a huge meeting, like probably a few hundred <laughs> people in a meeting. <laughs> And, and uh-huh. after explaining this, a lady, as you can imagine, this is, uh, you know where it's going already, yeah. but a lady says, I have a question. Mm. What, like, how big's the box that they, <laughs> like, they're in a box? How does that work? And, like, everybody was just like, oh my God. Uh, you can see people with their cameras on were just like trying not to yeah. laugh. And uh, <laughs> I am fascinated by people that seem to perceive everything literally. Which mm. is, I guess, what yeah. this is. This is is <laughs> just yeah. They've just gone. Okay, an office. That's pretty big. In a box. Oh my god, it's <laughs> really big. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, it's how do they? Box, how how do they? How do they watch movies and read books and stuff if there's metaphors? I like, know when do, there's like nuance and stuff in those like, things. Do they yeah. read Moby Dick and go, "It's just a guy wanted to kill a whale." That's just mm, what that yeah. book's about. <laughs> I think like even sarcasm, right? Which I see on Reddit so often where people just don't get it. <laughs> and I feel like I've gotten in trouble before with a with a comment that gets downvoted a lot because the sarcasm is not yeah, is read. Missed, yeah. <laughs> and they're and it's just people taking everything for face value. I'm like, man, it's so I feel like that's such a weird like thing to miss in people's like I don't know. Inherent ability to be a human being. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel it's so hard to miss those sort of things, but apparently, apparently. happens to a lot of people. Uh, anyway, let's go through some of these uh, stupid ones. Sure. These stupid idiots. Uh, this is by Sludgies. My brother, 17 at the time. Oh, age is a good one to, you know, put in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If it's a five-year-old kid, five-year-old kids are idiots. So you'd yeah, expect yeah. it. 17, <laughs> okay. you should know a little bit better. My brother, 17 at the time, was impressed by actors' dedication of dying for a movie. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what? Props to the actors or yeah, that have died in movies that this kid has watched. Mm. Their performance must have been so fantastic. There are actors that have tragically died while filming a movie, like the movie Bruce Lee. Yeah, Bruce Lee. His son, Brandon Lee, also died while filming The Crow. All the Lees. All the Lees. And to think, like, I don't think that was part of their dedication necessarily. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So even if it has happened in the rare occasion, I don't think they actually were that dedicated. They actually weren't willing to die for the movie. That just happened to them by some kind of terrible accident. If at the start of the film they were like, you will obviously die yeah, yeah. Uh, at some point. <laughs> so and then, I don't think they yeah, would have signed yeah, the yeah, contract. Yeah. In, in the death scene, I'm thinking we might do that one for real and you'll perish. <laughs> It'll look great. We're going to film we're gonna film it with multiple cameras to really make sure we get that one. Yeah, yeah. Because obviously we've only got the one take. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> uh, it's another one. Mars Bars's. My roommate in college was the queen of face palms. She had a Brita when we moved in together. 
a year or so later, I was filling it up and casually told her, these are cool, but I don't want to have to pay for the filters. Her response was, it's not that expensive. I still have the one it came with. She then walked up and held the reset button. See, it's reset now. <laughs> she legitimately <laughs> thought holding the button reset the filter. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a bummer. I would like to think I'm that type of person, though, but wouldn't be that dumb not to know it. As in, I would buy something that has a filter and then just never replace it because I'm lazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, I would be the kind of dumb to be like, I didn't even realize it had a filter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. filter. Oh, that's how they work. Okay, oh, okay. oh boy, that's that's. And you meant to replace them, huh? Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's a reset button. Oh, okay. <laughs> Cor- I, I see a correlation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not like Cadengul said. Sixty-three said, "My brother-in-law plastered baby oil over, all over his body." And set out in the sun for two hours. I told him he was going to get skin cancer. Here's oh. the response. I don't believe in skin cancer. <laughs> this is the guy who refuses to have a microwave in his house because they are bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> do you think, cancers, though, do you think so. that guy is getting the vaccine? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good question. I don't, yeah. uh, no. No, he's no, not. No, no. <laughs> It's a so hoax, it's really mate. Easy to hoax. answer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. She didn't say that he's got cancer yet. So maybe he, maybe not believing in skin cancer is enough. Imagine if that was its that? weakness. <laughs> Scientists yeah. are like, we've discovered its weakness and you're not going to believe this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then like if someone, if someone still gets cancer, they're going to have to be like, oh, who was it? Who still believed in it? Who was it? <laughs> This is the opposite of the Santa Claus movie where everybody believes <laughs> and he, yeah, and yeah, he yeah. comes alive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, everybody needs to not believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If people stop believing him, he will cease to be like Santa Claus. Yeah. Or is it? Or is it uh, Tinkerbell? Yeah, I think. Tinkerbell. Tink- yeah, Tinkerbell yeah, has something vaguely like that. Yeah. You have to clap and something. You have to believe. Yeah, it seems dumb. to me like she just wants attention. <laughs> yeah. I'll die if you don't clap. Yeah. If it wasn't for that flying pixie dust, I'd put her in a cage. <laughs> like Captain Hook. Yeah, yeah. I very much I very much identify with him. You would put Tinkerbell in a cage and you are followed by that uh, crocodile with the clock in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's right. Uh, why doesn't he just kill the crocodile? I mean, I'm no professional, but I feel yeah. like you could just... He's got, you know, resources. Isn't he scared of the crocodile because it took his hand? Get somebody else to shoot. He's yeah, like, send out, send out of pirates. an elite squad of pirates to assassinate the crocodile. Yeah. Can't be that hard. Yeah. Um, uh, somebody redeemed said... After a work accident, a co-worker asked me with a very serious face, would my finger grow back? Oh, no. Oh, no. Now, this... Uh, it, it, yeah, they said very serious, actually. So, in hindsight, my point doesn't really make sense. But my dad chopped off the top of his finger once. But because oh, yeah. I guess it was nothing particularly meaty, it did kind of grow back. I suppose it depends how much you're cutting it, off. That, that was going to be my question. It was like they're... The fact that I said very serious injury makes me think that it's beyond that. <laughs> yeah. 
No, they just said work accident, but they said with a very serious face. Oh, with I'm a very sure serious that, face, right. I'm sure that it would have to be for it to be that dumb of a comment. They, yeah, they yeah, yeah. must have been yeah. the full finger. Because if they're like, um, oh, interestingly, it's actually just pierced the many layers of skin. It, it, it appears <laughs> deep, but that skin will grow back. That's not that yeah, stupid. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, oh, man. It would be so handy if... if Fingers grew back. Yeah. Do you reckon you'd cut one off just to see? <laughs> uh, depends. I would be way more up for cutting it off if it ever got stuck at anything. Like Chinese <laughs> Chinese finger trap. Yeah, so yeah. So someone doesn't well, go, get out of that. You're like, no problem. Snip. <laughs> just, just bite your fingers off. <laughs> How long would it have to take for your finger to grow back for you to really think about it? Like if it took 10 years for a finger to grow back. Mm, yeah, yeah. I suppose I wouldn't want. In yeah. the same sense that I wouldn't want to cut off one now, I, yeah, I feel yeah. like yeah, ten ten years. Is what, about what if it took one year? Effect. Oh yeah, I chop one off today. <laughs> <laughs> My pinky, obviously. Yeah, obviously, you really start small. You start anyway. small. Yeah, it's not worth anything. Yeah. Um, the biggest I evolution in humans is the opposable thumb. So that one stays at all costs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't afford for yeah. that one to be out of your life. But like, I, you know how like sometimes you get little bits of skin that kind of pull up at the get at the end of your nails. Oh yeah, yeah. Chop it off. And it really hurts. Yeah. I get rid of that finger. Let but that what? grow back, and it might grow back better. What if it grew back with the texture of a smooth baby skin? You what know? if, as it grows back, it is that almost identical feeling of having the skin on the end of your finger all raw? Oh yeah, that would suck. <laughs> That's why I'd have to test it with a pinky first. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Um, surely there. Were, okay, if that was a thing, there would be a TV show with way more violence in it. I'm certain about it. There would be game shows where it's like one of the stages would be like cut off as many fingers as you want. That's how many. Po- that's how many points you get, and yeah, people yeah. wouldn't be like oh, this ten thousand dollars. Unethical. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this isn't unethical. They'll grow back. So, I'd like to live in that world. Don't skinks do that with their tails or something like that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think they grow back. Yeah, let's harness that technology. <laughs> I think I think that's the plot of the Amazing Spider-Man movie. I'm pretty sure is the lizard what? is trying to use like the DNA from creatures that do oh, that yeah, to regrow limbs. Oh yeah, because he doesn't have an arm or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And look how badly yeah. that went. He turned into a giant lizard. Yeah. No, he just hadn't perfected the formula yet, Ken. <laughs> You're always quick to judge a villain. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, give yeah. him another chance. That's true. And I will say to our listeners, if in several years' time you ever see Nelson and I on the top of a building going one-on-one with Spider-Man, it all went wrong. Yeah, we <laughs> we uh, we screwed up the formula. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. uh, and the worst part It's the skink is boys. <laughs> Cambo was talking to our... Um, to our funder People giving us money mm. And he suggested that we go back to formula And then I said angrily <laughs> Back to formula <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty deep cut reference Nelson but I appreciate People it. get that one <laughs> <laughs> I came this room to ask Reddit This ask Reddit is by Torch Paper Uh the percentage of men with at least six close friends has fallen by half since 1990. And men today are five times more likely to say they don't even have a single close friend than they were 30 years ago. 
What is your experience of forming and sustaining friendships today? Hmm. I think that uh, there's been a few studies similar to this, just saying that generally our generation has less close friends than generations prior. Yeah. And yeah. I, I mm-hmm. think it's it's to do with purely like close friends as in people you see regularly, like you and I see each other in the flesh regularly. But mm-hmm. uh, we we have a lot more acquaintances all around the world, I would say, than our parents' generation do. So That's I would say true. we probably yeah. have mm-hmm. technically more friends and less close friends. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I think this rings true for me, but not necessarily that I feel it's a bad thing. You know, yeah. I'm not like, oh, I'm I'm missing out on more close friends. Yeah. Because obviously, I would say like uh, you and uh, uh, Eden, our other friend, yep. close friends of mine. Uh, I have a few yet yeah, uh, girl friends that are quite that I'm quite quite close with, mm-hmm. and like. You know, but th- that's kind of basically it. And there's yeah. some other people that I would still trust, a, you know, a lot. I'm good friends with, but maybe I wouldn't categorize in this close friends category. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, I think in general I probably don't. But I, but I don't see that as, like, a, t- a horrible thing. No, not, uh, n- not me necessarily either. How do you think you would go, like, getting a new close friend? Uh... Yeah, I think it's kind of uh, okay, and, and and like I think it just all depends on circumstance, mm. really. Mm. Like I would say, I thought it was hard to make friends, but then uh, not that long ago. Well, it's actually a few years ago now, which makes it seem like yeah, I really do struggle to make friends or something. <laughs> but um, I played D and D with new people that people that I didn't really know very well. And I'd say I'm friends with them and maybe I'm not close friends with them, Yeah, but I think circumstance is just really important. Yeah. Like I, I wonder actually if we'd be as close friends, if we didn't keep up the podcast so consistently. Yeah. Cause yeah. we've stopped otherwise being in each other's lives you know, through, <laughs> through work or anything. Yeah. We well, stopped living together. So. I, I think that when you're younger, um, you become friends with people mainly due to school or work. Maybe sport commitments as well. And then as you get older, it does just become like hobbies, I think. Mm, Yeah. You you find people that are just kind of in this. So you started playing D&D, you were playing with the same people, and then they eventually became friends. Yeah. 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 But I think, uh, I I thought what was interesting is just saying uh, the the end party or the actual question is what is your experience of forming and sustaining friendships today? Mm. And I think um, pro- my guess is on our sort of generation or the generation of um, you know people that uh, have computers more heavily in their lives. Uh, the the sustaining friendship part. I think doesn't work as well mm. when you don't see people face to face. And I think that's easier to avoid when you've just got computers and text messaging and, and social media to yeah. sort of connect with them. Cause then you're like, Oh yeah, we're, we're friends, but you're not yeah. close friends because I you, think you actually need that FaceTime. I think it's like undervalued in a way. I think you're right. I think social media gives you the illusion of having a lot of friends, but actually stop. Cause you'll see like as someone that you're friends with, you'll see something that happened to them and be like, Oh, that's kind of cool. And they won't bother telling you. Cause they're like, oh, he's probably seen it on social media. 
Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It, it just presumes a lot from both sides. To, yeah. If something's on social media, your friend probably saw it, so he doesn't need to contact you. Maybe you'll like, leave a like or something to say, yeah, I saw yeah. this. And then the other person yeah. doesn't feel the need to tell you because you probably saw it on social media. But I, yeah. I think that especially when it gets to like you know the age that we are now, to sustain a friendship, honestly, it just takes some effort. Like does mm. it doesn't need to be super hard. There's there's a yeah. friend I've been friends with since high school, and we are still friends, but we sometimes just go months and months without seeing each other. And it just yeah. takes one of us being like, "Hey, man, we should really catch up." And we catch up, and yep. it's great. Then we'll see each other a bit more, and then it will drop off eventually. But all it takes is that one inciting incident, either me to him or him to me, to go. Yeah. yeah, you know what? We need to do. We need to do it again. We need to catch up. Yeah, yeah. I think that is such a thing. See, I reckon that's why um, you know this study that they're referencing, I guess, is directed at men. And I do think men are far worse at that mm. than than women are, in my experience, anyway. Of just being like, okay, I'm going to actually make the effort, and I f- I'll feel really bad sometimes because there'll be people who, you know, I have a friend who's really good at contacting me and i'm not good at contacting him right and i feel like i i want to be just or you know i feel like i am just as good friends with him as he is with me but maybe he doesn't feel that way because (laughs) i'm never the one putting in the effort to catch up so much but um yeah i I wonder why it is i wonder why that is because i agree with you i think men are way worse at it for like Mm -hmm. just just last night Stacey went and caught up with all of her friends and I stayed home and yeah. did not like I didn't see anyone. Yeah. I mean, eventually I, yeah. I talked to you, but uh Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that was I, online. I wasn't face to face camera. Yeah, yeah. We she was like, I'm going out with all my friends. I'm like, I'm not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching Moneyball. I am you watching Moneyball. Money yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, yeah. But I think that's that's the thing. But sustaining friendships, spat. Putting the effort in to catch up with them. And I reckon it's one of those things where you hate the effort of, or or it feels annoying to put in the effort of catching up. But then when you do, you're like, oh, glad I caught up with that good friend. You know, I feel like sometimes it's just like, oh, I don't want to like think about like, when am I going to organize this? Okay. Nelson, is this analogy anything? Okay. (laughs) Okay. Good. Good start. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) it's like working out. At first, Mm -hmm. it's kind of feels annoying to do and it's a bit out of your way or whatever but the more you do it the easier it is to do it and it just becomes routine yeah yeah and then eventually you get um, ripped you you well i was gonna say you turn to drugs because you oh. realize that that's <laughs> that's far easier than mm. working out so yeah, often. Yeah, yeah 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 um uh drugs so yeah. skip all those steps go straight to drugs go straight to drugs uh, with, <laughs> with, with your working out and with your friendships yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, here's another one. This is by Not Prepared. You must decide what the eighth deadly sin is. What is it? Hmm. I would say it's it's fact-checking us on this show. Uh, we won't yeah, stand yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah. You'll go straight to hell if you, <laughs> if you do that. Yeah, we've what never mentioned that consequence on air before. Yeah, I is thought it, that was implied. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is the very real consequence of fact checking is is eternal damnation in hell. Yeah. Uh, sorry for those that have already done it. Uh, <laughs> I think we called we Vamp out just last podcast for, for this very thing. So Vamp, we're sorry if that wasn't clear to you previously. 
Sorry if you weren't already going to hell, because <laughs> um, that's obviously tipped you over the line. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is what I think mm-hmm. one should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what specifically the sin is, yep. but I know who it needs to target, mm-hmm. and that's telemarketers. Right. Yeah. I think they they need to be what they're doing should be considered sin. I think. Um, unsolicited marketing. What is, is that? The is, sin. I think is, the sin is taking advantage of people. Okay. Because that's what yeah, telemarketers are trying to That's what they're trying to do. They fail mm. a lot and it's annoying. But the reason you're annoyed at them is like, I know you're, you're trying to sell me something. You're trying to switch me. You're trying to take advantage they, of me in some way. But I mean, I think the thing is, they could be selling a genuine product, which is not taking advantage of you. There's probably plenty of times where they're selling me something that I could save money on. <laughs> but I'm so fundamentally against telemarketers that yeah. I'm like, no, I don't care. I don't so, care if you're going to offer me a million bucks. I will just say no. <laughs> is the deadly sin time wasting? Mm, time wasting. Oh, time wasting is maybe a good one. Yeah, you could apply that to other things. Because t- your, your, your time on this earth is finite. Yeah, yeah. And then if you're wasting he, that time. Here's another instance which really grinds my gears and links into time wasting. Let's say you're at a place and you're getting served. But what happens? There's somebody who knows the server. Mm. Maybe they don't even know the server. But they're having casual conversation with this person. Yeah. They've already done their transaction, perhaps. Mm-hmm. I feel like everybody has weirdly experienced this at one point yeah. in their lives. Yeah. <laughs> where where you there's two people that know each other, one's a worker, one's whatever. And like, even if the even if sometimes I don't even think it's the worker's fault, you know? They're like kinda trying to be polite a little bit to their friend, but they're also like, oh, gotta serve people. Yeah. Don't want to get fired from my job. And like maybe there's a huge line or whatever. Those people, time wasters, sinners, <laughs> sinners, hell, go hell straight, for them. straight to hell. <laughs> um, how do we? How do you? How about? How about this consideration? Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe when you were younger, you went onto a website and it said, "Are you 18?" and you clicked yes. <laughs> oh, so lying. Oh, yeah, it's just lying, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> pretty, pretty sure that's a sin already, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Is that one of the seven de- deadly? Uh, lying? Man, I don't even know I don't know, know if, if it, it is. is. I'm trying to is think. lying I'm, not one? I'm thinking, oh of the, I'm thinking of the movie Seven in my head, and I'm thinking of all the murders. So there's gluttony, envy, greed. But I don't know if lying is, a, is one of the seven deadly sins, is it? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to just bing it real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, B- bing, <laughs> bing it real quick. <laughs> yeah, okay. <clears throat> uh, so I think maybe there's some that are... Oh, no, okay, yeah, okay. Lust, yep. gluttony, mm-hmm. greed, sloth, wrath, envy, pride. Yeah. Lying, so lying... Not in there. <laughs> Mate. Oh, my God. We can lie until the cows come home, Nelson. Oh, my God. I've been avoiding lying my entire life <laughs> on risk of... On risk of going to hell, and uh, now now I've got it covered. It, no, I you know what? You somebody, know what you're getting. At? I bet you somebody pointed this out to the Pope or something, and he was yeah. like, "Oh no, actually, it's, greed is like lying." You know what it is? You're getting it confused with the Ten Commandments, with "Thou shall not lie." Oh, is it? Is it really? Is okay. Ten command. 
Uh, is there really one that just says thou shalt not lie? That I, seems I thought nuts. I thought there was. Am okay. I just conflating this into like just some? I'm just trying to moralize lying in any way, and I've just imagined <laughs> yeah. that it's one of the Ten Commandments if it's not one of the seven deadly sins. I don't think it is. Either. Hold on, okay, let me read if it's it not is. in the commandments, we, we're lying from here on out. A hundred percent of the time, I will be lying. <laughs> If it's not in the Ten Commandments. Okay. Thou shalt have no other gods yes. before me. Yeah. Yes. Now, that, that one's funny that God is like, the first one, most importantly, is I'm God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then don't is kill that, each other or whatever. Is that, would you say that's prideful? Oh, you know, has, has, has God committed one of the seven deadly sins? Yeah. Uh, okay. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image. <clears throat> yeah. Craven image. So okay. anything else that could be a god. He's two of them now on him. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. That's three of them now. In the top three, all him. Jesus Christ. <laughs> all right. right. First of all, I got three rules specifically about me. <laughs> Remember the Sabbath day. Oh my to god. Keep it holy. <laughs> Honor Four. thy father. Wait, wait. Okay, this one's better. Okay. Honor thy father and thy mother. All right, now we're getting to, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. We're halfway down the list. Morality. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're already so far down and we're only just getting to morality now. Okay. Thou shalt not murder. Yep. Good one. Yep. And Thou shalt not commit adultery. Yep. Okay. Thou shalt not steal. Mm-hmm. Thou sh- don't you think these are almost too specific? Like, I think he should have been broader, perhaps. In- <laughs> commit crime. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do not commit crime. Okay. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Oh, so that's lying, isn't it? That is lying, right? Yeah, yeah. That's lying. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. I think that's lying. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house. Mm-hmm. That's envy. That- thou shalt not covet... Thy neighbor's wife. Yeah. But, okay. Interesting. Uh, or his slaves, or his animals, or anything of thy neighbor. Oh, oh. this one goes into way more detail. Yeah. They, you shall set up these stones, which I commend you today. Okay, they got into the rest of it. Okay. Um, uh, here's the thing, though. Yeah. I've only got two neighbors, Cambo. <laughs> <laughs> I could lie to literally everyone else. <laughs> Uh, this episode had more biblical readings than I bet people were expecting. <laughs> Nobody uh, was expecting this going into it. That being <clears> said, <throat> because one, we're doing biblical readings and two, I'm looking at the time. We should probably move on. Oh uh, yeah, we should move on. We should move on. Uh, all right, let's get into shower thoughts. I mean, today I just <laughs> today, today, today I learned. Today I learned. Also sometimes advice. Do you know This you, Today I Learned brought just, to you by Shower Thoughts Just quickly I had my finger on Today I Learned And then you said Shower Thoughts And I immediately doubted myself Being like yeah. oh my god <laughs> Have I misremembered And have immediately started playing Shower thing? Thoughts And then you yeah. corrected yourself And I went back <laughs> That's just how malleable I am as a person I can so quickly sway you can You can just, <laughs> just things uh, Okay <clears throat> Uh, this is by Nixas. Today I learned there was an elevator driver strike in New York City in 1945. Up until then, people were afraid to use automatic elevators, but the strike drove their mass adoption. The elevator driver job, uh, driver, 
job driver demand started to decline, which ultimately meant their job is lost forever. <laughs> yeah, wasn't uh, wasn't the idea of the elevator driver kind of like security theater? I'm pretty sure that most of them were pretty much automated, but people didn't feel secure in that. So they just stuck someone there to be like, it's okay. We've got someone here for it. I, I imagine that uh, perhaps in the beginning it was a little bit more difficult to operate. Yeah. And then they had the like little winches thing. So I think it wasn't like, um, not winches, but like levers. Yeah, 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 so I feel like it wasn't necessarily like, oh, press a button, go to this floor. So maybe slightly more yeah. complicated. I, I've, seen, I've seen the analogy a few times about this with um, self-driving cars. You know, there's, yeah. people, there's people that are just unsure about self-driving cars. So, yeah. um, and a lot of people said, well, it, yeah, it was, it was the same with the, the formation of manned elevators to unmanned elevators. There's a lot of people yeah. like, I'm not going in there if there's not someone controlling that <laughs> elevator. Don't you reckon it'd be really funny if, um, in today's world, you got into the elevator and the, the gentleman said, which floor? Yeah. Mm. Fifth floor, please. And he presses the fifth floor button. <laughs> And then it just, and then that's it. That's yeah. just how it all works. It, it be like, oh man, I, I, guys, I really feel like we should be getting rid of these guys. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do we pay? I have to tip him every time. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sure I could press the button. <laughs> you, like you go to press it, and they slap your hand away. Okay, <laughs> yeah, take, yeah, you're going after my livelihood here. Union rights. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, it does seem like a bit of a dumb thing to, uh, you know, a, a dumb time to go on strike, doesn't it? Yeah. It's like, it's like if factory workers were like, oh, there's too much automation. You know what we should do? Show how human we are by going yeah. on strike. <laughs> I'm thinking the analogy might be people that still work at checkouts and bag things going yeah, on strike yeah. against the automated version where you do it yourself. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's because right. yeah, that's, I, a, that's a closest thing. I had to go to a checkout the other day, and like the only checkouts there were manned checkouts. And I remember thinking, it's actually been a while. <laughs> uh, apart from like uh, service stations and, and gas stations and stuff, yes, is still mm. more common. But um, it, like I remember thinking, like this was a big department store. I'm like, it's been a while since anyone has checked me out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because you're so ugly. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> it hurts my feelings when you say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny that. <laughs> I'm laughing through the pain, though. Yeah, yeah. It's good. You know, um, you know how you know I'm okay? Yeah. Y'all ready for this? All right, I'm back. Okay. You're back again. That thing, so you said, thing you said hurt my feelings, but now I feel all right now. I feel you should a bit keep better. this permanently in case I always <laughs> that hurt your feelings accidentally. We could just turn this on, feel yeah. real good about ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that's a good one. Do you know the problem with the checkout chicks is uh, is that they will often have a friend come through and start talking to each other, <laughs> and they're waiting to get my items mm, done. Yeah, it does annoy me how much <clears throat> slower I think. Uh, the uh, the checkout, checkout person. No, actually, no. I dis I disagree. The checkout person is faster if you've got a lot of stuff, hmm. but way slower if you've got like two things. I reckon. I just yeah. feel like I can do it so much faster. Yeah. If I'm like yeah. there and I'm walking to the scanner with the barcode at the ready, <laughs> yeah. like barcode I, out, ready to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. much, so much faster. Um, okay, here's some uh, advice, Cambo. Sure. Uh, this is by MK Ultra 2010. Uh, I've opened too many Bing tabs now. I can't find where I need to go. <laughs> uh, 
okay. Um, uh, maybe I didn't. Yep. Did, yep. Didn't open it at all. Okay. Hold on. Here we go. <laughs> uh, they said, should I go back to, uh, should I go back or did I scar the barista for life? Um, so here's their little story. Yep. So a new coffee shop recently opened up around the corner from my place. I love my morning coffee, and so I was incredibly excited about them opening up. The first morning they opened, I woke up and introduced myself. Turns out it's a sweet family-owned business, and I really hit it off with two of them. Weeks go by of me occasionally getting coffee, and we're really off to a pleasant relationship. So I forgot to mention that there is something that I love just as much as my morning coffee, and it's porn. Specifically, when I get to have one of those rare days where I decide to watch some porn before getting out of bed. Mm. Now, yesterday, I had my moment of porn, shower up, get dressed, and head to the coffee shop. We exchange our usual greetings and pleasantries. The tab to the coffee comes up, and I put my phone down to the card reader to, to pay. I double tap my phone... Uh, home button for Apple Pay to pop up, but Apple Pay doesn't pop up. What pops up is a hardcore picture of a girl covered in baby oil squatting over a massive dildo. <laughs> we both saw it. I let out an audible, oh, fuck, turn my phone over and proceed with telling her how I was giving a speech on open borders for my class today, <laughs> pretending nothing happened. I pay with my card and quickly leave. So Reddit, should I go back to this mum and pop store or have I completely scarred this person and do you think they would rather never see me again? Personally, I can get over the shame, but I want to know if they would ever want to continue seeing me knowing that I sometimes flash people hardcore porn. Thanks. Well, M. the thing is, I think it, I think this is fine. I think this is pretty cut and dry because mm. I don't think that they're under the... In, like, under the... the, the um, the, the misconceived idea that you deliberately did that. I yeah, think they yeah. know that you're embarrassed by that. And if if they are not okay with you occasionally looking at porn, then that's pretty weird too. Like, I think that it's it's fine. I think, How good's the coffee? Yeah, well, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Maybe it's really good coffee, Camber. Yeah. And I they are uh, ashamed. I, I would start the long process of gaslighting them now, in fact. <laughs> To be okay. like, next time you go in, it'd be like, oh, a bit awkward, isn't it? Remember when you showed me the porn on your phone? <laughs> and they're like, yeah. you had the porn on your phone. You're like, um, okay. <laughs> if, you, if you think so. This is awkward because <laughs> I definitely remember seeing porn on your phone. Uh, what, was so the, what, what, what was the porn you thought you saw on my phone? Like, it was the girl and the baby boy with the dildo. See, I don't even remember it, so... You remember it better so, than me, so it seems like it was probably your phone. Yeah, I, I don't think I've I don't think I've watched porn like that. I don't think that's I don't think that's my thing. I'm, I'm gay, even actually, so that would be weird of me to watch that. Uh, yeah, that's that's good. A good old a good old gaslighting. Yeah, really, yeah. Um, it solves so many problems. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, uh, so for you, solves so many problems for you. It just <laughs> creates problems for others, but uh, that's not for you to deal with. Mm. You will go to hell, though, as we've learned in this mm. episode, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I think that's technically lying. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, if they're but not your neighbor, you... as it turns out, fine. 
Totally fine. Check who your neighbours are specifically. <laughs> who lives to the left and right of you? If it's not either one of them, mm. you're fine. If I it would, is though, I would play it safe and also just check who's across the road from you, in in case they get you on a real technicality or something like yeah, that. Yeah, technically yeah, technically neighbor, yeah. we're neighbours. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Also, if you've got like a locker at work, some people might consider mm. that yeah. a neighbour of sorts. Yep. Desk at know. work. Desk neighbors. Uh, desk desk neighbors. You got to watch yeah. out for the desk neighbors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, the entirety of the cast of the Australian soap opera Neighbors. Don't lie to them. <laughs> they are all neighbors. Yep. Yeah, and that includes yeah. former neighbors, Margot Robbie. Don't lie to Margot Robbie. Oh, is she really? Huh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, that TV show, I can't believe, is still going on. Just by the way, mm. it's just like a terrible yeah. soap opera e. Teenage, but also for some reason, very old uh, yeah. ladies sort of uh, you know demographic that watches this this show. The best, the best clip I've so ever bad. seen of Neighbors, which to me sums up who watches Neighbors, is they once had a cameo uh, from Andre Ryu, and he came to <laughs> Ramsey Street and played a song and everyone came out onto their driveways and watched Andre Ryu play a song. I'm like, this is awesome. perfect for the demographic of who I imagine still yeah. watches Neighbours religiously. To be like, oh, you know I what? love Andre Ryu. Do you know what, though? I do love Andre Ryu. He's, <laughs> yeah. I've He's said it before on this show again and, yeah. I'll, and I'll say it I, again. He is a charming man. I think I've said before, we when we worked at the cinemas, the cinemas would sometimes play the Andre Ryu concerts. And they're, they're just concerts in, it's always in Maastricht, I think. And, um, yeah. you know, he plays all this old classical music and the audience is just a, a sea of silver hair. The whole yeah, day. yeah. But what, what I love about it is how low the bar is for being impressed from that audience from multiculturalism. He'll literally <laughs> be like, uh, this is a saxophone player. Uh, he is from Belgium. And everyone goes, ooh. <laughs> and just claps because someone's from Belgium. Like, oh, yeah, that, yeah. oh, Belgium, very good. That's that's very far away from where I am. Yeah. The worst things about those screenings was that statistically we had a death in every cinema. After <laughs> it. it happened. That was... yeah. That was a bummer to deal with. But it's what you get with an untravery audience, you know? <laughs> It's the risk. Yeah. It's the risk. Uh, all right, okay, but let's get into shower thoughts. Shower thoughts, 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 shower thoughts, 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 shower thoughts, 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 shower thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. This shower thought is by Spirit of Men. Uh, we advocate not judging a book by its cover but also glorify love at first sight. <laughs> I also think that if a, if a publisher isn't putting enough resource into the cover of a book, they don't have any faith in it. Yeah. It's uh, I think the uh, thing is that it, it's so inherent in human name, in, in human nature hmm. to um, judge anything by its look instantly that we should put more effort into book covers. Mm. And I know, am a sucker for a, a good society. book cover. I, it works on everything. Yeah. I know like uh, my, my uh, uncle owns a, um, you know, vineyard and uh, he, him and actually my cousin sort of create their own wine. And uh, I, I've sort of learned a bit about the, the industry, the wine industry as a whole, just sort of through them. And 
the thing is like having a good looking label, yeah, wine label will sell you way more, yeah, than you, know, you could have the best tasting I, wine in the world. Anec- anecdotally, it, bottle looks shit. Anecdotally, I can res- I can show you an example of this. There was one time, I forget where we were going, but we're going somewhere and there'll be a lot of people and uh, I think we were going to bring a bottle of uh, rosé. So I went to the, yeah. the local liquor store and there was a bottle there and it was it was right near the door, so that also helps. But, yeah, um, that's a good one. <laughs> the bottom of the bottle of the rosé was shaped like a rose petal, like it looked like a rose petal. And cool. Thinking, kind of a cool bottle. Sure, it's near the door, kind of a cool bottle. I'll grab that. The place we went to, there was two other people with that same bottle. <laughs> yeah so clearly everyone's like oh yeah that's cool like a rose bottle on the bottle of the rose that's cute terrible rose <laughs> absolutely <laughs> but definitely looked cool yeah uh yeah i think uh so i think that we shouldn't be this is what the message should be it's not don't judge but a book by its cover i think it's uh uh, make your cover as valuable as its contents. I, that I w- should be the lesson, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make your book live up to its cover. Make your book live up to its cover. That's yeah. that's what we should be Speaking saying. Speaking of people, people judging books by their cover, we've heard many a story of people starting to listen to this show thinking it was more official and a Reddit <laughs> podcast than it was because they yeah. incorrectly judged this book by its cover. Yeah, yeah. And, and we obviously don't live up to obviously that. Obviously not, no. And and what theoretically we could do is try to get better at this podcast, but really we should just change our logo <laughs> to be <laughs> more pathetic. Yeah. Uh, and I yeah. think that that's where we get the alignment. <laughs> um, here's another one. This is by Beanstalk and the Jack. Someone out there vividly remembers something you said, which you completely forgot. I think about that sometimes, just even in the context of this show. Sometimes, yeah, just occasionally we'll get someone like write into us or tell us something that we've said that they either thought was very funny or or stuck with Mm. them in some way. And nine times out of 10, I don't remember saying it. Yeah, yeah. I it it's funny um it's funny that you say that actually because I was uh, I was actually listening to a uh just one of our previous episodes the other day just as I sometimes do because uh because I'm too prideful Campbell, or something like that. <laughs> Your vanity knows no limits. <laughs> My, yeah, yeah. Uh and we got to the point where we were asked to give each other a superpower. Oh yeah, and, yeah. and then and then oh no, we choose our own superpower, and the other person chooses a flaw with yeah, that side effect. And yeah. you said the, the other person's balls fall off. Yeah, and I and that is absolutely a hundred percent been a joke that you've said before. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's I think it's funnier when it's a joke too. It's <laughs> like you might not necessarily remember, and I'm yeah. sure I do, do this as well, yeah. but uh, you don't, might not necessarily remember the time that you've said that joke, but you're like, yeah, this is funny, yeah, so yeah. I'll I, say it again. And I they're think like, this yeah, is I funny. remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember you saying that last time, and yeah. it was funny last time. But <laughs> Another example is there's been several people that have said that one of their favorite show quotes is the quote, it's not what you think, it's for fraud. Yeah, uh, yeah, which I think did I was it that me or you? I forget. But either way, I think that was you. I think that was you. Yeah. I don't remember saying it. But the only reason yeah. I remember that quote is because other people have said it back to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do Do you reckon that? Uh, I don't even remember what it was the, in on, re- reference to. 
I yeah, I don't really remember. <laughs> was it to do with the bagels as well? <laughs> Whoa, that that's sh- new information to me. If it is, have you? Sh- no, because remember that you needed to make that shirt that says you know. Oh no, I think third and it has a bagel on it. Um, but maybe that's combining two things together. Yeah, I think it was combining two things together. Yeah, there was the okay. request for a shirt with a bagel in the phrase. Yeah. Um. <sighs> Who knows? But I think that. Um, uh, I, I was wondering whether you think that you, the opposite of this has happened where you feel as though there's somebody that's told you something, maybe something that's impacted your life or, um, you know, and you're like, I'm certain they wouldn't remember this. But uh, <clears throat> one funny one I remember is, is my mum definitely told me that I was an accident at some point. <laughs> and then I brought this up with her and she was like, no, you weren't. It's <laughs> like you you told me this previously. Right, yeah, yeah. And she's now come to the realization that you know I can't be fooled yeah. again. I, I but, think um, I think that imbalance is true of every celebrity interaction anyone ever has. Yeah, like yeah. like say you saw I don't know Ben Affleck on the street, and you're like, yeah. oh hi Ben Affleck. He's like, oh hey, oh, cool shirt man, and he walks off. He would forget that yeah. instantly. But you'd be like, Ben Affleck once said. I had a pretty I cool shirt. This one <laughs> I and I ke- I've kept the shirt ever since because I know that Ben yeah. Affleck thinks it's cool. Like it, it yeah, it, yeah, yeah. That's funny. I I remember actually. It's funny that you say that because that's that's such a good one. Because I remember this wasn't even inter even an interaction, but just like a memory, right? Where I passed. Oh, what's his name? Martin Lawrence? No, no, not him. Um. Lawrence mm, Fishman. Who's the guy that plays Fishman? Fishman. Is he? Morpheus? He plays uh, Morpheus, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I was close. Martin yeah. Lawrence, Lawrence Fishman. I got there eventually. They, they've, they've got one thing in common, Nelson, you big racist. Yeah, Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> the, the name, name Lawrence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I just saw him on the plane, right? Mm. And I just remember that. I always remember that. And I also remember the lady who took uh, his water bottle off the seat as we were getting off the plane. <laughs> there was just no way that she would know that that was his water bottle. But yeah, anyway, yeah. Um, and I'd been on so many planes and I would never remember any passenger at all, yeah. you know. Yeah. But the one time I see a famous dude, I'm yeah. like, oh, remember that forever. Yeah. But to him, I'm just a random passenger that he, you know, would have no recollection of at all. It's I've funny. Heard, I think it's so interesting. How that I've works. heard someone talk about this, and I wish I could remember who it was. It might have been Tom Hanks saying that they're very conscious of this, being like, mm-hmm. I know that for me it's a kind of a, a very everyday interaction, but that person will remember it for a very long time. So if you're yeah. rude to them, they're going to remember that for a very long time more than they yeah. remember anyone else being rude to them. So if you're late or something like that, he, he's saying that like he always makes a point to be like, I'm so sorry. I, I really don't have to like, you know, it goes yeah. out of their way to explain rather than being like, sorry, I can't, you know? Yeah. yeah and like yeah. That, that, that's, that's an interesting thing to just have to live with all the time to be like, yeah. don't disappoint anyone because they will remember it forever. <laughs> I if I know I'm not going to see somebody, I I almost purposefully let them down. <laughs> Again, I'm, like, I, I'm not going to see this person. Yet. I'll let you down right now. Um, but yeah, I think uh, yeah, it's really interesting. I mean, another one that I think is really common is teachers, mm. right? because like uh, one I was going to remember uh, uh, mention is um, a teacher of mine said that we, we were like envisioning 
the the uh, like uh, people as you know an image like what image comes to mind when you think of this person yeah. and my teacher said i see you as a mask on a stage in a spotlight and that always stuck with me because i sort of felt felt as though that's kind of true that like sometimes i just kind of sometimes i'm behind the mask but sometimes i'm on the stage in the spotlight kind of thing and uh, which is a little bit horoscopy in the sense that i feel like a lot of people could you know yeah, relate to it. that yeah, yeah, yeah. but but um uh, yeah, and so that just always stuck with me. But I'm like, there's no way that she would remember no, that yeah, yeah. of me. Like, you know, she's got thousands of shooters that I'm sure, I'm sure she's taught, and uh, yeah, wouldn't wouldn't yeah. remember. Every that. third one is a mask on a stage with a spotlight. <laughs> yeah, <that's right>, yeah. <laughs> I'll reuse this line again. Yeah, it's a good one. They seem to really take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they always have a really contemplative look afterwards. <laughs> so I guess. Guess I'll just use that for forever. They read into it, which is funny because I it, there's nothing behind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just what was on my desk, and there was a lamp and a mask. Um. Uh, all right, Kevin. I think we should uh, move on into podnapping. Ah! Oh my god! I'm being podnapped. Podnapping. This is Podnapping, where we nap a pod. We take a topic of conversation or a segment from another podcast, and we do it ourselves. Uh, it's my week this week, Nelson. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm a bit unsure about this Podnapping. Uh, the, the, the segment on Podnapping, rock solid. I am unsure okay. whether or not the adaption into this podcast is going to work. <laughs> okay, oh boy. So, okay. Uh, I, I'm, I've been re-watching a lot. Uh, I'm Podnapping a TV show, uh, though it does have a podcast spin-off. I, I've been re- uh, watching a lot of QI because I'm catching up. There's a bunch of QI that I've just never seen. Uh, yeah. And okay. it reminded me that at the end of every episode, they have a great segment called General Ignorance. And okay. For those mm-hmm. unfamiliar with this segment, they, they end every episode with it. QI is a kind of a fact-based comedy British panel show. Spun mm-hmm. off into the podcast, No Such Thing as a Fish. Yep. Um, uh, and at the end of every uh, episode, they do a round called General Ignorance, which is... Seemingly simple questions that are always tricks, and it's, okay. it, it yep. actually it, it came to mind when we were doing um actually because it's a very um actually kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. A question will be posited with a seemingly simple answer. Yeah, but, but it's not what you think. Not what you think. And in fact, I have for every question a list of answers that if you were that to say think them, it is. And yeah. Okay. If you were to answer any of the questions I had written down, you're going to hear this noise. Funny that you've got the copyright to that sound too. I know, right? It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's called the QI klaxon. Um, that noise. Uh, so, um, I mean, you've seen the show before, Nelson. I believe you've seen bits of yeah, QI. Yeah. yeah, I've seen. I've, I've seen yeah. little bits of it. Yeah. So you're going into this knowing that most of these are tricks, <laughs> which is yeah, where yeah. where I don't know how it's going to work. You know what I mean? Here's what I'll do: mm-hmm. is I'll play into saying the wrong okay, thing, okay, maybe, okay. sometimes. Okay. You know, well, we'll and start, then sometimes not when I'm right. We'll start nice and simply. <laughs> oh, yeah. By the okay. way, bo- full points if you can work out what the trick is. That's kind of the point of the game. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, question one. Where is the highest mountain? Well, Cambo, uh-huh. uh, it depends on sea level. Okay. I'm pretty sure okay. is maybe the trick to this uh-huh. because I think uh, 
uh, obviously Everest is yeah it, it is the highest if you measure from sea level I want to uh, say something mm. like that like it reaches the highest part in the sky theoretically yeah, yeah. but if you're counting from the base maybe below the sky, I, I don't know where it is yeah. there's somewhere else okay so technically you didn't answer actually answer Mount Everest so it's fine I, you I, gotta I, use the thing I gotta, you use, gotta the thing. use the I buzzer. was deducted <laughs> uh, here's the trick you fall into Nelson it's on Mars oh right okay <laughs> So, so I was just off on a yes, totally different yes. Though that train of thought that you're on mm-hmm. Keep it in your mind Okay Okay. So okay. on Mars is a giant volcano Called Mount Olympus Or Olympus Mons in Latin And it's the highest mountain in the solar system And possibly in the known universe It's 22 Ooh. kilometers high Or 14 miles And 624 kilometers across it's almost three times the height of Mount Everest and so wide that the base would cover Arizona or the whole area of the British Isles. The crater on top is around 72 kilometers or 45 miles wide and over three kilometers or two miles deep and easily big enough to swallow London. Uh, Mons Olympus doesn't conform to most people's idea of a mountain though because it's flat topped, which means it's like a vast plateau in a sea drained of water and the sides are so slight because it's so long uh, the, the incline is barely more than three degrees. So you'd never actually be walking any steeper than three <laughs> degrees to climb the mountain. That's how, that's so how huge be, it is. it would be super easy to climb, yeah. I feel like. It would take you a long time <laughs> distance-wise. It would take you a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, but like... Agility-wise. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. But yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So that bit of a trick. But here's one, Nelson. Mm-hmm. What's the tallest mountain in the world? Oh god damn <laughs> What I said before uh-huh. But I don't I don't know the answer still I, I, I'm going to give you Full points for this Because you're exactly correct So Okay uh, Monu Key Is the highest island In Hawaii It's the highest point Of the island in Hawaii It's an inactive volcano And it's 4,206 metres Or 13,799 feet Above sea level But When measured From the seabed To the summit it's 10,200 metres or 33,000 feet high, which is about three quarters of a mile taller than Mount Everest. Right. Yeah, so yeah. as far as mountains are concerned, the current conversion is that highest means measured from sea level to summit and tallest means measured from the bottom of the mountain to the top. Right. So while Mount oh, Everest oh, at 8,848 metres is the highest mountain in the world, it's not the tallest. Uh-huh. Interesting. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that one. Yeah, you did. Sort of. You very successfully <laughs> navigated around the trick. This one, this next one's pretty easy for you, Nelson. What's oh, the largest God. living thing? Uh, I think it's uh, a tree. You're very, very close. It isn't an animal. Uh, But it's not a tree? It's not technically a tree, though. Uh, Does it look like trees? Does it look like a forest? Yeah, you know what? I'm going to give this to you, I think. It's a mushroom. Oh, a mushroom. It's a mushroom. That's nuts. Yeah, and it's not even a particularly rare mushroom or anything. It's a honey fungus, which is like a very common mushroom. But... This one is in Mulhere National Forest in Oregon. I hope I pronounced that correctly. 
It okay. covers 890 hectares or 2,200 acres and is between 2,000 and 8,000 years old. And most of it is actually underground. And it's like this big mat of tentacles, these white, they're called mycelia, which are like the equivalent of roots for a mushroom. And they right. spread across tree roots in a forest uh, and they kill right. the trees and they kind of take over them and they create clumps of mushrooms. And they right. actually thought that they were all separate mushrooms. But researchers have now confirmed that it is one huge mushroom that Whoa. is sprouting all around this entire thing. That's so cool. They tested the DNA of the mushrooms yeah. and realized it was all the same mushroom. You're doing, wow, well, so you're, you're doing well, Alston. You, you've successfully navigated many traps. Yeah. You want me to say elephant or dinosaur or something? I suppose it would, we count dinosaurs? I don't know. Anyway. Uh, yeah. And of course, the most common one is the blue whale. Oh, blue whale. Yeah, of course. Yeah. See, I wasn't even thinking that. <laughs> well, now, so My mind was so off. <laughs> what is the most dangerous? But also on. Speaking of dinosaurs, what is the most dangerous animal that's ever lived? Mosquito. Well done. It is the yeah! mosquito. Yeah. Well done. Very good. <laughs> uh, so good. Do you, know, do you know why that is? Uh, well, just disease. They've killed the most people in yeah. the world. Yep. Um, yeah. Half of... Half the human beings who have ever died, perhaps as far as 45 billion, potentially have been killed by female mosquitoes. Because only the females bite. Males don't yeah, bite. right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they carry a lot of diseases, specifically mm-hmm. the ones that they know for sure that they carry. Uh, things like malaria, yellow fever, dengue fever, and elephantitis is a big one as well. Oh, even today. Into an elephant. Mm. Yeah. Even today, which is, itself is deadly. Even today, yeah. they kill one person every 12 seconds. Holy shit. Yeah. That is pretty nuts. Yep. And then there's, there's a little fact. So all of these, by the way, they've come from uh, the QI Book of General Ignorance. I've gone through that and I've ripped out interesting ones. Mm-hmm. They did end mm-hmm. it with a fact saying, amazingly, nobody had any idea that mosquitoes were dangerous until the end of the 19th century. In 1877, the British doctor Sir Patrick Manson, oh, also no. known as Mosquito Manson, proved that elephantitis was Linked directly to mosquito bites. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry, I, th- I thought for some reason you were going to say that he was like using them in treatment. Oh, right. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and 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 only then realized like, uh, oh, all my all my patients are dying. <laughs> it um, just seems like something that they would do, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, yeah, it's leeches it, and leech- mosquitoes. <laughs> uh, okay, here's another animal question for you. What do chameleons okay. do? Ah, crap. (laughs) Okay. Well, they change Uh their... Hmm. I want to say color or even skin, but I feel like those are both tricks. So they change their... I reckon they excrete something mm. that maybe changes their color. Uh, can I tell you, change their color yep. is fine. Oh, that okay. statement is fine. The misconception is that they change their color to blend into stuff. So uh, ca- chameleons are perceived to have this ability to change the color to match their environment. And that's yes. why they're so hard to kill. Uh, but that's not true. Uh, oh, 
so the thing is they change color as a result of emotional states and if they happen to match a background it's completely coincidental a lot of the time one of the colors is what? green and a lot of like where they live is quite where green. they're in there in like foliage of yeah so what chameleons that is amazing change color when frightened or picked up uh they beat like when they beat another chameleon in a fight and they change colors when the member of an opposite sex steps into view and they sometimes change color due to fluctuations in either light or temperature chameleon skin contains several layers of specialized cells they call themselves chromophores the greek from chroma yeah. color and fours from carry uh yeah. and each is a different colored pigment altering between the layers which cause the skin to react differently to kinds of light making them like a walking color wheel but they don't yeah. have any perception of where they are to change the color into that. Wow, that's so interesting. That's so. That means that's to that is totally ruined the movie Monsters Incorporated for me because <laughs> the evil dude is uh, based off a gecko a of yeah, sorts, yeah. a chameleon, yeah, a chameleon, and uh, so, ruined it for me. Uh, I mean, he was a monster, so theoretically that could still, <laughs> that could still track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'll just do a couple more. Yeah, one, yeah, okay. How many, sense, interesting. how many senses do humans have? Oh, uh, finally enough, I have heard this one. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I'm going to guess it's something like 13. Oh, 13? There, here's the thing. I, yeah. I completely accept 13. Because yep. there is debate. So oh, okay. There is at least nine. So there's okay, the five senses okay. that everyone kind of knows: sight, hearing, taste, smell, and touch. Yeah. Um, Can I get? I, I want to get. I want to guess two. Yep. Two that I remember. I think specifically from listening yep. to this. One is balance. Yep. It's called equilibriumception. Yes, and the other one is uh, temperature, like feeling temperature. Thermoception. Yeah, thermoception. The thermoception. Yes. Uh, so the five senses that people always quote uh, were listed by Aristotle. And okay. the thing about Aristotle is while brilliant, he got a lot of stuff wrong as well. So <laughs> okay, Aristotle yeah. thought that human thought, he thought that came from the heart. Idiot. And, and that bees were created in the rotting carcasses of bulls and that flies only had four legs. They were also big claims of Aristotle. <laughs> okay, so right. while, while it does, there's, <laughs> a, like, there's like a lot of credence to Aristotle, it doesn't mean that everything he says is 100%. Aristotle true. had a shotgun approach to just <laughs> yeah. things in the world. He's like, broken, I'm just going to make a whole bunch of claims and yeah. uh, see what sticks. A broken clock is right twice a day. Exactly, yeah. Uh, so, yes, you were correct. So, what are the other ones? What are the other uh, sense ones? of heat, the thermoception, equilibriumception is the uh, equilibriumception, sorry, is the sense of balance. Uh, yeah. There is also uh, nociception, which is the perception of pain from skin, joints, or body organs. Oh, okay. Yeah. And um, proprioception, which is body awareness. This is the unconscious knowledge um, of our body parts without being able to see or feel them. So, for example, close oh, your eyes and wiggle weird. your foot in the air. You still know where it is in relation to the rest of you. Oh, that's really interesting. Yes. Because I, yeah, I guess that's not touch as such, but it kind of feels like it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's interesting. Yeah. The, uh, the reason I said that not, uh, 13 is acceptable is they also ended with a quote saying, every self-respecting neurologist has their own opinions about whether or not there are more than nine. Some argue that they're up to 21. 
And oh. some say things like hunger or thirst and sense of depth and sense of meaning of language could also technically yeah. be classified as senses. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Thirst and hunger. <clears throat> yeah, that's <clears throat> see so those ones sort of seem to make sense to me yeah. as well as like their own senses. Yeah. Uh let's go two more. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. I like these. These are yeah. interesting. I've got it's a bunch. Educa- we're an educational podcast. I've got I've got a bunch of these. So if people enjoy <laughs> this and they want us to do more, we can. Yeah, Nelson, yeah. What's the largest man made structure on earth? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Just just say it for the entertainment. Well, I, I'm thinking of two. Okay. I feel like two are obvious. It try, depends try the, on the, try the first largest. One. Try the first one. Uh pyramids. Yeah. I okay. thought you'd say that, Delson. I'll try the second one. Mm-hmm. Great Wall of China. <laughs> yeah. I also but thought here, you might say that. But here is the third and final definite answer that I know for sure. Yep. <clears throat> it is man-made, you said? Yep. I reckon they're going to go on a technicality. Mm-hmm. And I reckon they, it's going to be like... Mm, like a forest of some sorts that has been, uh, you know, like, mm. like built by mm. humans. Yep. Maybe something like that. Yep. No, my, no, it's, it's my, not that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other common misconception is the tall tower in Kuwait, the really big tower that they made. Also, right. also not, okay. not it. Yep. Uh, the answer is a place called Fresh Kills. And it's a rubbish dump in Staten Island, New York. (laughs) Oh my God, that sucks. (laughs) So this place opened in 1948. The Fresh Kills landfill site, named after the Dutch word kill, which means small river, soon became one of the largest projects in human history, eventually trumping by volume the Great Wall of China as the largest (laughs) man-made structure. The site has 12 square kilometers or 4.6 square miles in area. And when operational, 20 barges carrying 650 tons of rubbish were shipped in every day. So had Fresh Kills continued to stay open, it would have grown to the, be the highest point in the eastern seaboard. And <laughs> no. at, at its peak, the dump was already 25 metres higher than the Statue of Liberty. Whoa. So under local pressure, the landfill was closed in March 2001. But then it had to be opened up again a few months later to cope with the enormous amount of debris that came from the destruction of the World Trade Centers <laughs> in New York. Uh, it's oh, complete- okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to laugh at that. I thought that was going in a different, a different direction. So my apologies. Well, it's now completely shut down and there's restrictions in New York that you can't have landfills within the New York City limits. Uh, and it's been completely flattened now and the landscape is being turned into a wildlife facility. Right. That... um. That isn't that comforting though, <laughs> when you think about it. Yeah, the because biggest thing like, man has ever created is a garbage dump. <laughs> well, it it's about not just that, but like, oh, it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, but the landfill is still, yeah, yeah, still there. Like, They're flattened. We should, we should almost as, you know, as society be like, yeah, no, let's actually put the rubbish in one spot so people can see how much effing rubbish we yeah. accumulate as humans. That yeah. should be the, you know... It should be there as a as a, <laughs> a lesson for people, you know. Right. But now we were just like, oh, it looked a bit ugly. Let's get rid of it. Let's hide <laughs> them. Let's hide the rubbish all over the world. Yeah, all right. I've got one last one for you. 
Okay. What can you tell about a man based on his shoe size? Um, his sock size. You know what? I might give that to you. Yeah. In a I would say, I would say also foot size. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. So obviously we've skirted around the more common myth. Uh, are yeah. you aware of the more common myth about this, Nelson? He's wangalang. He's penis size. Yep. So, you can't tell technically a penis size or a foot size from the size of someone's shoe. And this is why. So, first, let's, let's go with penises, obviously. We always want to lead with penises. Yeah. <laughs> so, there was a study in 2002, and it was published mm-hmm. in the British Journal of Urology International, and it scientifically proved that there's no link between shoe size and penis size. So, yeah. nurses at St. Mary's Hospital, University College Hospital in London measured the foot size and penis length of 104 men. And in each case, their penis was gently stretched before it was measured. (laughs) But no correlation was found. (laughs) Previous studies, which had seemed to indicate a mild link between these two, relied on simply asking the male subjects about about their penises. (laughs) And in this case, instead of actually actually measuring (laughs) That's so funny. So that so there is no correlation between size of someone's yeah. foot or shoe and I their penis size. That yeah. is nuts to me because <laughs> not one bone in my body was like, oh, that could be true. Mm. But obviously some people are like, oh, it could be true. Let's do a study. That yeah. just does not ever, I do not think that at all. Like yeah. it's weird that somebody went to that effort. But it's weird that you can't tell someone's foot size by the size of their shoe. Right, that's pretty. Yeah, I mean, I I guess people get it wrong or something. Is the whole point? Well, yes. So most people don't know the correct size that they should be wearing. So according to David G. Armstrong, who's a professor of surgery at William M. Skull's College of, uh, sorry, Podiatric Medical in Chicago, he says that three quarters of people wear the wrong size shoes. And the reason of this is that they stick to the size that they were measured when they were young. N- failing to realize that their feet actually change shape throughout their lives. All oh, right. So I'm, th- I'm safe also- camping because I forget every time I go into a shoe <laughs> store and I have to get my foot measured every single time. Yeah. <laughs> That's I, I had this happen to me semi recently where I was wearing a size of shoe. It was the Converse All Stars. And the guy, I, I, I went in there like confident as he ever could be, being like, I'm this size. And he looks at me, he's like, yeah. no, no, you're not. I'm like, yeah. I've been wearing that size forever. He's like, yeah. you're not, you're not. And he gave me a different size. I'm like, oh my God, these fit so much better. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's so funny. I feel like the other I ones would... fit. The other ones fit fine. Like it's only one size different. So it's not like they're huge, but the other size yeah. was just a way tighter, more comfortable right. fit. I, do you know, I wonder if this is my experience of like just my mother who when you know uh growing up like we'd we'd check my shoe size but i still feel like i would check one size higher or lower sort of thing anyway just to be like my mom would be like which ones feel yeah 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 yeah. the best and and so i just sort of feel like that i just thought that was always the normal way that i guess i I do think it is true though like once once you hit i don't know 21 or something but but younger Mm. probably You'd be like, that's my shoe size. 
but your feet yeah. do continue to change yeah. throughout your whole life. But see, I think that I've never thought that only because I I don't believe that shoe designs conform mm-hmm. to the exact same well, sizing. That's why yeah. I normally I think with it's, tech. It's like funny test. you mentioned that. The same doctor, Dr. David G. Armstrong, actually yeah. says that people should check sizes every single time they buy a shoe because there's no standard in any manufacturers. So yeah, every manufacturer's yeah. size is slightly different. So they just sort of guess. For instance, yeah. <laughs> Converse All Stars, I'm a size smaller than I am in most other shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always remember, it's like, <laughs> for me, it was uh, going to the bowling alley. Mm-hmm. You know, they'd ask you what shoe size you were. Yeah. And that never corresponded. <laughs> and I was like, they've just created arbitrary numbers. Yeah. This is, it t- <laughs> turns out that's what everybody does. Yeah. Um, wait, okay. So I still need to know what can you tell about... Wait, I have... Wait, can I guess another answer? I've, I've only just thought about this. Yeah. You can tell their fashion sense. Um. By their by their shoe size, oh, it's size. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I was just thinking shoes. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no um, I don't know. All you can really answer? tell is their shoe size. There's not much you can really gain oh. from knowing someone's oh, shoe size okay. other than the okay. size of their shoe. Is the I point see. of that question? <laughs> is there's yeah, there's not um, much and uh, not much else you can really gain from it. Uh, yeah, true. Anyway, if they've committed a murder, if you yeah, put all the parts together, you know, there's normally a muddy footprint. Yeah, or they've got blood and on they their check shoe. the size. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, cool. That was a good one, Cammy. I feel more educated about it. I'm glad. And well, now- look, there's there's so many of these questions. So if people enjoyed it, let us know, and we could possibly do it again. Yeah, yeah. Um, should we maybe just do one AMA, Cammy? Uh, sure. The moment. Sure. Which which one is your preference here? Let's do. Well, let's just do the top one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, Scott- this is the part of the show with the Ask Me Anything. You can, you can write in and ask us anything you want. Yeah, Scott here from Adrella. I hope that's how I pronounce their name. Uh, says, hello. No, no A. Just A. Adriel is what it is. Adriel. There's no A at the end. That's what I think. Did I say at the end? Did I say an A at the end? Yeah, I thought you said Adriella. Oh, no, no. Oh, no. I, I said Adriel. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I think now you've got me. Now you got me doubting myself. Doubting myself. We'll we'll listen back to this at one point in our lives and find out. They continue. (laughs) Hello, I love listening to your podcast. A question I have is: What is the best city in Australia, and things that are fun in that city or area? I was wondering if you have a British Columbia correspondent, which is where I'm from. Uh, Great questions. Uh, Look, anyone can be any correspondent. So you are, as far as we're concerned, the British Columbia correspondent. They haven't taken it yet. They haven't I mean, claimed it. They've asked the question, Cam, if we have one. You have to specifically write in claiming the correspondence. Though so, I, feel, I feel like we have in the past thrust correspondence upon people. That's true. Oh, yeah, let's thrust this on. <laughs> yeah. let's, let's thrust this on, Adriel. Hopefully you didn't, you wanted it because yeah, yeah, yeah. you're getting it. You're Whether getting you like it, it or not. <laughs> you, yeah. we, if we have any questions about British Columbia, we're coming yeah. to you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, I don't know if this is the best city in Australia, but Nelson, do you remember the time you and I went to the mining city of Kalgoorlie? It was a pretty great time. It was a great time. <laughs> so, Kalgoorlie is a city in Western Australia. City um, is a real stretch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is Western Australia is the part of Australia that's very like, uh, they're, they're very rich from mining. A lot of mining happens in Western Australia, but it's also huge. It's an absolutely, it's like half, this, half the country. 
is Western yeah. Australia. Like it's absolutely <laughs> enormous. Yeah. So this, the main cities of Western Australia are on the coast. And if you drive several hours inland, you eventually get to Kalgoorlie, which is a town set up purely for people that are living, doing mining to live there. And it's a town in which they know exactly the kind of people that live in Kalgoorlie. So we were mm-hmm. driving through Kalgoorlie and I remember we were staying in a little hostel. The receptionist did let us know that it was formerly a brothel. Yeah, right. And I remember... I, re- I remember that part. Yeah. We, I, yeah, yeah, she said that there yeah, they, they used to be um, like pretty much every building on that street used to be, broth- <laughs> used to be brothels. Uh, and uh, it made sense because it was just a hallway with lots of rooms in it. So yeah. uh, we asked her, I don't know if you remember this, Hey, um, we just want to get something to eat. We're pretty tired. Where where should we go to get something to eat? She's like, ah, uh, there's a place in town. Uh, a couple guys like you would probably enjoy. Um, there's 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 a, a lot of strip clubs, but this one's more of like a more family friendly restaurant. We're like, great, let's go there. And then we went to what I can only describe as like a topless bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which was their their version of like the the more family friendly version of. Other places well, are more it, hardcore than this. Yeah. <laughs> I think, it, it, to our credit, I think it was, we got there kind of late. So yeah. I think everything had closed. Uh-huh. So it was like the the most tamest of the yeah. things that are still <laughs> open at yeah, this yeah, point. Yeah. <laughs> if you had yeah. a family you would, and you're starving, this is literally yeah. the only place. She was like, look, <laughs> you're not, you're not going to see no tits. Yeah. No matter what, you will see some tits. Yeah, yeah. But I'm uh, trying to I, minimize we, the amount of breasts that you will see during dinner. And, you know, uh, Eden, Camber, and myself, we tried not to. We tried. We oh, really God, tr- we tried not to. We it was it was we went in <laughs> eyes cl- like kind of squinting a little bit, you know, yeah. just trying to look for a table and some chairs to to sit the, down at. But um, it, it very much is a city in quotation marks. It's like a town, but it is listed technically mm-hmm. as a city. Uh, in which uh, normally single male miners with a lot of money spend <laughs> yeah. all of their time. So if that gives you a yeah. picture of the kind of place that it might be, a yeah. lot of prostitution, a lot of strip clubs, a lot of places like that. Yeah, yeah. And for my uh, money, the best city in Australia, Nelson. <laughs> yeah. It's our <laughs> Vegas, baby. Yeah. I think. Um, I think there's a lot of probably cool cities in australia in general Mm -hmm. like uh perth which is also in western australia Mm -hmm. i think is like i want to say maybe the most beautiful of them Mm. all in the sense that they have their beaches are i think a lot better um than ours it it just kind of has a nicer area because i think part of it is like it's just not as built up yeah um whereas sydney in particular is like really uh business like focus a lot of a lot of um yeah a lot of like uh, headquarters of companies are kind of in sydney i I would say sydney's kind of the worst but obviously it has the attractions like the sydney opera house and the harbour bridge and Mm -hmm. stuff so there's circular key is technically what it's all called all of those things are like in the same area called circular key which is a big it's in the harbour and you got the bridge and you got the opera house like literally across from each other yeah yeah uh, and then I would say in uh, also, Queensland. My only thing, I, I don't really have a problem with Sydney other than that their roads make absolutely no sense. 
They really don't. It's like, oh, I want to go north. I first have to go southeast yeah, 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 to, yeah. to then eventually no, go north. <laughs> there's no inherent grid system whatsoever in Sydney. It is literally, yeah. they must have just done it as they went along. Yeah, I think a kid scribbled on a bit of paper and they're like, oh, that's our city. <laughs> Though in, in, the, in complete fairness, uh, we shouldn't be too harsh on Sydney. In fact, a big shout out to all of our Sydney listeners. They're currently in like a really strict lockdown and have been for some time. So yeah. while we're shitting on Sydney... Uh, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. You said a really strict lockdown. Very much yeah. the problem with <laughs> Sydney's lockdown yeah, 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 is yeah. that it's been very vague and yeah, yeah, yeah. not uh, really... But yes, New South Wales but in yeah. general are not coming out of their lockdown for some yeah. time, it would look like. So uh, it's the government's fault, not the people's fault. So I do feel sorry for the people of Sydney. Yeah. Yeah. I feel sorry for them that they chose to live in Sydney. You idiots. <laughs> Um, and obviously, but yeah, uh, you were saying. Also, I was just going to say, like, uh, so in Queensland or like Brisbane area, I mean, really, what's going it, it uh, going on for it there? It is the warmer weather. It has some nice uh, beaches too. Yeah. Um, the Great Barrier Reef is something that you can look at now. Mm-hmm. I don't think they let people swim around there anymore because yeah. uh, it was they're, it was destroying the coral. But they're killing um, it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't, I don't think he can anymore. I'm pretty sure, mm. but um, that's kind of a yeah. That it's, it's more just like if you want that tropical kind of holiday. Yeah. I feel yeah. like the with Sundays is very nice up up in Queensland. Queensland. Yeah, yep. The, the with Sundays. Yeah. If you ever see picturesque like palm tree, white sand beaches, that's like with Sundays up in Queensland. Yep. And uh, obviously, and Nelson, uh, Melbourne, Melbourne is the Melbourne is the cultural capital of Australia. We're the cultural capital of Australia. <laughs> we got so much, we got so much stuff that everybody loves. We, Nelson, we have so many festivals. It's embarrassing. It's almost too many, but it's not obviously because it's <laughs> Cause just the right it. amount. We love it because <laughs> we love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The so so yeah, a lot of cultural stuff, a lot yeah. of wankers, um, a lot of wankers. Is, I think what we're this to is say. something I've unironically heard people say is certain Melburnians that are very proud of being from Melbourne are like it's a bit like the New York of Australia, to which you want to go get. <laughs> Fucked! <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Don't, it's don't like the most York. boring New you York. You haven't been there. <laughs> it's like the most boring neighborhood of New York, and even <laughs> yeah. that is probably a bit more exciting than Melbourne. Yeah. Good coffee though. Um, good, good coffee, good coffee. Um, I reckon it sort of is worth going to Melbourne. Though. Like, obviously, it, it depends on what you want to do when you go on holiday. But I think yeah. if you want to like do stuff, if you don't just want a relaxing holiday hmm. then i reckon you should come to melbourne go but if you Ma- want it go on the melbourne but- eye god that's <laughs> yeah please. is it if it's open go on it we put a lot of money into that one <laughs> and it's, not, it's not always open <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't really look over anything no it looks Good. over, <laughs> looks over docklands <laughs> yeah. like just shipping containers from our ports <laughs> yeah and the other side is just like nothing. Anyway. Just yeah, just, just fields. Just yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Go to anyway, Science it, Works it, Museum. You can still race against <laughs> Kathy Freeman, who won gold medal in the 2000 <laughs> Sydney Olympic Games. It hasn't can been updated really for that? 21 years. Oh my god, that's great! I sort of want to do that. I, uh, 
I, I bet I could beat her now. I went, <laughs> I went when I was younger. That, yep. that was such a long time ago. Yep. I reckon I could beat her now. Go to so. the west of Melbourne and go to Franco Cotzo Furniture. <laughs> the man who, Sorry. as it turns out, was like uh, somehow embroiled in the mob. <laughs> Did yeah. you hear about that? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's Melbourne um, for you. Plenty anyway. of good stuff. That's a Melbourne, uh, and that's a show. Oh, my God. Uh, if you would like to write into us, well, thank you, uh, Adriel, and... Uh, oh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Adriel, for writing into us. If you would like to do so, uh, you can reach us at uh, redditpodcast at gmail.com, R-E-A-D-I-T podcast, gmail. Uh, you can also reach us at our... Uh, Facebook, Twitter, and our subreddit, mm-hmm. they're all R-E-A-D-I-T podcast. Hey, let us know what the difference is between a jumper and a jacket. What's Nelson, the difference between... What Nelson, is the difference between that? Nelson I've has got a some homework to, to do. He has and a bear yeah. to poke. Really? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah. We I've might be back a, next I've, week. <laughs> I've got a relationship to ruin is, uh, I think, more, more apt. Um, but anyway, that's it. So thanks for listening, and we will read you later. Uh, so we now cut to the prison. A crashing chaos is heard, and the guards oh, rush. I lied about the last one being my favourite scene. <laughs> the guards rush to Lex's cell. Lex's bald figure stands over the kneeling lawyer in his suit. The guards rush Lex and tackle him against the cell wall. But wait a minute, that isn't Lex. Lex has killed his lawyer, shaved his head, and swapped clothes. So this, so this is this is Silence of the Lambs. Yep. So Lex sneaks up behind the guards and digs his long fingernails of course, into their heads. And he tells them that free will is so interesting and that a brainstem, when precisely <laughs> lacerated, offers a rather enlightening result. The guards are now under his control. Fuck off. <laughs> no, 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 I'm sorry. You can't do that. You can and they did. You can't do that. <laughs> it you was can't. glorious. So the guards now <laughs> escort Lex, dressed as his lawyer, out of the prison. Can you just... Are you honestly looking me in the eye mm-hmm. and telling me that this script mm-hmm. has a scene where you can grow your fingernails long enough mm-hmm. that you can stab someone in the brainstem and take them over mentally? Yeah. Okay, continue. <laughs> I, I like to think that sometimes before listening to an episode, hearing what the movie's going to be, people will make predictions about what they think is going to happen. Maybe a, they make a bingo card. And if anyone got fingernail mind control, control. <laughs> give yourself a million points. Yeah, yeah exactly.